Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, so yeah. Cause 40s are 40s, so yeah, oh yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of 40s on 40s. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And uh, today we have another special guest, um, esteemed jazz violinist and good friend of ours, Nora Germain. Nora, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really excited to have you. Um, you'd been wanting to be on this podcast for a while, actually, so... Yes, well, you are a celebrity, so <laughs> obviously I want to be associated with you. I mean... There's a long list on, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just have, like, a list. Like, okay. yeah. Um, yes, if you don't know Nora Germain, she is amazing, plays jazz violin, um, tours the world, has two, two records out now? Is that, is that true? Or do you have more than two? Uh, I've got a few more. <laughs> okay, a few more. Excuse me. She just, okay. but she just released one last month. It's great. We'll plug it at the end of the show for sure. Yeah, we'll have a link. Yeah, for sure at the website for the website. It's actually gonna be an audio link. So if you pull it, if you play the speaker up to a printer, it will print out the link for you. <laughs> it's really, it's new technology. Well, you guys are pioneering amazing stuff over here. <laughs> you know we try, Nora. For our fancy guests, we need fancy equipment. So, um, anyway, um, without further ado, let's crack these open. So, Josh, what do we, what do we, what do we got here today? Today we have Bud Ice. Oh um, boy! I'm gonna tell a short little story. Thank you. I was, You're welcome. I was um, on the way over here, and I stopped by a Ralph's. Because mm-hmm. it was the first thing I, I sort of saw, and I didn't want to be late. So, I was in the Ralphs, and they only had, like, two different kinds of 40s. And one <laughs> of them we'd already done twice, Miller High Life. Mm-hmm. So I called Seth, and I was like, dude, they only have Bud Ice. Like, do you think Nora's going to care? And Seth's like, nah, I think she knows what she's getting into. I don't so. know what I'm getting into, but <laughs> so I, also, I also am very happy to drink this icy thing. Um, oh, yeah. I'm totally down. So yeah. okay. it's a new adventure for me. I'm very excited to be well, here. It's a bottle of uh, <laughs> America. You know, it is nice that it comes in a glass bottle, I have to say, yeah. Yeah. because, you know, plastic is so polluting and everything, and, and I think the glass adds adds a layer of uh, elegance to the whole thing. That's true, you know, however elegant Bud Ice can be. Um, this is about as elegant as it can be yeah. in this, yeah. Yes. Well, um, we, I drink with my pinky out every time I drink, so. You have your pinky out right now, as a matter of fact. Well, anyway, <laughs> well, thank you in advance for drinking this with us, Nora. Of course. You're, you're a trooper. Thank you for having me. Of course. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, so, celebratory cheers. Okay. Cheers. 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 So bad. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I, I remember this one being pretty good. I think this is all right. I mean, I've definitely drank worse things in my life. <laughs> Wait, wor- worse beers or worse things? <laughs> well, both, you know. Okay, that's an important distinction to make. Have you ever had um, a shot of wheatgrass? Yeah. Question mark? Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I like do that kind of stuff. Those are gnarly. really Those are really gnarly. Oh. Yeah. Is it like, is there like some kind of health benefit to it? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. got a lot of like chlorophyll and stuff. It's, you know... Pure green happy. <laughs> well, that sounds like a party. Maybe it tastes try. like a lawnmower, though, and it's yeah. expensive. So. Oh, it does. That, that's <laughs> the perfect way to describe it, yeah. Tastes like a lawnmower. And it's not, I mean, it's I haven't had it in a long time. too. They charge you, like, you know, right. 10 bucks for a shot or whatever. Damn. The last time I had one, it's like, they literally pull out what looks like artificial turf, and they just blend it, and it's really loud, and you're like, oh, man, I don't know if I can do 
if I want that. <laughs> it's good for you, though, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Someone actually, I, I used to live in San Francisco for a time, and someone up there was really into wheatgrass as well, so, mm-hmm. you know, maybe um, maybe I ought to give it a shot. I'm from Oregon. I mean, I feel like the, the grass is already a part of me. Yeah, um, totally. <laughs> that's, that's not a joke about weed as much as it sounds like it oh, is. Oh, no, no. I was, um, cool. Okay, well, let's get down to business. Yay! To defeat the Huns. I was chewing mint gum, so that has a really weird flavor when I'm drinking. Oh, it's like, yeah. so it is really icy, because you have mint yeah. gum. <laughs> well, maybe you're just getting in character here. Um, okay, so... Uh, normally on the show we go over the uh, top five that are on the list just to show what they are and then uh, we have the plus one and then we go into the tracks for the week so looking at the top five number one still perfect by Ed Sheeran Uh this is probably it's sixth sixth week on top is that true it's been there for a long time in our opinion it's a little too long but you know Props to Ed Sheeran for still holding that spot. Uh, number two is Havana, which is... I don't think I've ever pronounced her name correct once on the show. Is it Camila Cabello or is it Camilla Cabello? I think it's Camila Cabello. Yeah. Camila. So it's actually a c- combination of the two things I was saying. Yeah. But I actually don't know for sure. Okay. I think you... We talked about this and... Um, my thinking was that if it was Camilla, there'd be two L's, but there's only, right. there's only Camilla, one L's. Yeah. That's, maybe, it's, maybe it's Camilla. Yeah. I feel like Camilla, Camilla sounds nicer, though. I, I, I know what she looks like, and I've heard her song, and I don't know how to say her name. That is, like, the perfect <laughs> picture of 2018. Like, I know, like, several things about her. And I've never heard anybody actually say her name. Right. That's, that's kind of so weird. weird. That's kind of weird, right? Anyway, we'll find... One of these days we're going to find out. out. Yeah. So, number three is Finesse. uh, New song in the top five, which is Bruno Mars and Cardi B. Wasn't that like 30-something? Yeah. We did that song last week, and it was like number 30. Whoa. So... Yeah, it's gone up, up, and up. Actually, Cardi B was on... I'm sorry to say I know this, but Cardi B was on Instagram today talking about it. Oh, really? She was very happy. Oh, well, congrats, Cardi B and Bruno Mars. You made it. You made it. Um, number- Insert Cardi B's sound. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's there somewhere. Um, number four is Rockstar, uh, Post Malone, 21 Savage. Number five is No Limit, which is Jeezy, ASAP Rocky, and also Cardi B. I like that song, actually, that No Limit song. No Limit? Yeah, I think Jeezy is cool. Yeah, I think we actually liked it, too, when we talked about it on the podcast. I don't remember. Um, I know we talked about it. I know that Cardi B was definitely a highlight of that song for us. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of a lot of fire to that song. Oh. It ain't safe, it ain't safe, Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that the one where she had her spotlights in the middle and she never comes back? Yes. Okay. Although that's also on the Bruno Mars song, is also where her spotlight's in the middle and she never comes back. I think. No, no way. No, I'm at beginning. Oh, that's that's where she's at the beginning and never comes back. Right, okay. And then for no limit, she's in the middle. Okay. Okay, well, I believe. Good. Cool, so that's the top five. Uh, the extra is number seven, teen. Um, I don't know why that joke is still a thing, but it's a thing. No, it's not, um, yeah. Number 17, <laughs> the triple play, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. Wow, it's still hanging on though. Number seventeen is still pretty oh, high. Oh, she was featured on that. That's actually not her song. No, it's her song. Uh, oh. Bodak Yellow is her song. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's like just her. Oh, that's the name of the song. I see. Yeah. I never knew that what that song was called. I just I had no idea. A lot of people call it Money Moves because that's like part of the chorus that everybody knows. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dun, um, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yep. Nice one. <clears throat> so, the first song that we will actually be reviewing tonight on the podcast is a new Justin Timberlake song, guys. Oh, oh. wow. I know. What's it called? I'm excited. It's called Filthy. Okay. Um, can we just look at this photo of him wholesome. in the thumbnail really quick and how filthy he kind of looks? He looks kind of like um, he did back in the Justified days. Yeah, he looks young. Right. He lo- kind of looks like he has that like 5 o'clock shadow, though, so from here he kind of... That fedora is so early 2000s. Yeah. He, there... looks, he looks very, like, metrosexual. He's rocking the fedora and the scarf. Is that even legal? <laughs> Don't you need, like, a license for that? <laughs> if anybody has one, it's him. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly, true. Yeah. That's true. Um, cool. <laughs> well... Oh, sorry. Did I cut no, you off? No. Okay. Uh, well, let's, uh... Let's peep this track, gang, and see what we got here. So, um, oh, there's so there's so many things about this song that I want to first first off. I don't think anybody understands this song at all. <laughs> I don't think he understands this song at all. I don't know really what the point is. I feel like the vibes... You sound like a hater. <laughs> are you calling this fake? Are you calling it fake, Nora? I love Justin Timberlake, and I think this song is very confusing, and I don't really understand what the point is behind it. I don't really either. There was, like... There were certain things that he was, like, really, really into. Like, he was really into that six in the morning line. Like, you could tell he was, like, really proud of it. Yeah, and then he's saying, put your filthy hands on me. And it's like, why are my hands filthy if I'm getting with you? Like, what? what is that about? I feel like it's a little misogynist, actually. Are you, are you calling... Are you calling... The his, are you calling your lover filthy? Is that what you're saying? Well, he's Justin? saying like if we're well, right. I mean, I don't know what he's trying to say, you know. And then he's yeah. talking about his haters, and then the second verse is the same as the first verse, and then there's a strange, weird abduction thing at the end. <laughs> yeah. Do you see me? The alien abduction. I really like yeah. Justin Timberlake, and I think this song might grow on me, but for <clears> now I'm going to say I don't really get it. Yeah. Um, also, can we talk about... Oh, there was one lyric. What was it? Yeah, there was, a, there was a line where he was like, this is not the clean version, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the clean version, though, because you're not swearing or anything. So... I think he's saying, like, sexually clean. Yeah. I think it's all about sex. I know. I was just trying to make a bad joke about. Oh, I didn't get it. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. But that being said, yes, because um, he's like, your hands are filthy, so it's not the clean version. I feel like the sounds are really weird too, because it's kind of like muffled and like the beginning. Right. It sounds like he's like on stage with like an R and B band, and then the Skrillex thing comes in, right. and like the chorus goes to major, which I feel like is so weird. I, I just don't. I, I'm not. I don't quite get it. Yeah, Josh, what are you thinking about it? Um, uh, I mean, going off what you said, I think the beginning was odd because I thought there was something wrong with. I was like, is the aux plugged in all the way? Because his voice was so under the mix. Yeah, it's that was just very strange. I was worried the voice was going to be like that the whole way through, but 
I kind of have to hear the beginning again because we were kind of it just like took us by surprise and we were getting I feel everything like it's adjusted. kind of a disorienting song yeah when you um, start but like when the when the actual when the main vibe of the song kicks in which is almost it's like exclusively like synths and bass yeah and these like uh, wavering or warbling like can we just call them sounds. the wo- can we just call them the wubs these spacey wubs yeah yeah um I kind of liked the groove of that, but the lyrics and his vocal delivery, like Justin's whole performance, was just like, oh, not. There was some not of, compelling. It just seemed kind of stupid, honestly. And there was some kind cheesy. of effect on his voice too, right? Like something that was like kind of distorting it a little bit, or was that Maybe. just him doing it something was subtle, weird? I think. Well, I thought the bassline was kind of funky, which was cool, yeah. like more exciting bassline than most like top forty songs. Yeah. But like, I just also felt like there wasn't really a climax to the song. There wasn't really yeah. a high point. Yeah. yeah, and I agree. It was a little weird when it you're like trying to get into this funky space ish vibe and then it goes to this like major chorus yeah which i did tacky kind of yeah it did did feel a little out of place and it kind of it kind of if anything it kind of killed the groove which is the last thing you want to do in this kind of song i mean i would think i don't know yeah i mean i would have stayed minor for the chorus if i was a songwriter on this but they didn't call me for my opinion so and look what happened and here i am (laughs) like yeah i mean the energy was just it seemed like it was like a, a solid five or six the whole way through other than the <laughs> intro and the weird outro. The bridge, the bridge, which was like the intro again, it kind of brought it up a little bit, but like maybe to like a six and then it just like went back down. I think if we did blast it at a party or a club or something, I might, if you know, and I have a few drinks, I might be like, oh man, this is fucking awesome. And I just start dancing like crazy. That could happen. But I think you'd be I think you'd be dancing purely because of the wubs and the bass and not because of like Justin Timberlake's actual presence on the song. Like I feel like you could put anybody else in place of Justin Timberlake and you wouldn't really know the difference in this case. Maybe. I yeah. just think like he has other songs that are like a lot more substantive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That that was of the songs I've heard by him that's like this one was definitely in the bottom run. Yeah, which kind of surprises me because I feel like JT is fairly consistent with the hits. He's a hit maker, you could say. Um, Well, uh, I mean, maybe he's trying some new stuff. I mean, yeah. Which is nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know. He's just being real. Real wubby. (laughs) (laughs) Wubby, So wubby. Just a lot of, it was like, most wubs per capita on this song. Yeah, and the ending was really <laughs> weird, too. Yeah, and it was like, look through the trees, and you're like, dude, what is happening? Did he say look through the trees? He did Something say look like through that, the trees. Yeah. Holy shit, I totally missed that. The only reason I knew that is because I was looking at the lyrics, and they were helpful enough and said what was happening in that outro. I, like, wasn't even listening. I was staring at the lamp <laughs> post over there, the, the, the light, the, uh, the street light over there, because so I was so done with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was very, it was very odd. Um, there was another song a couple weeks ago that we did that also had kind of like a druggy, kind of like vibey outro, but it was done way more effectively than that. Like that was just straight up like alien abduction outro. The other, the one that we talked about was Skywalker, and that had a much more like atmosphere kind of like. It felt more intentional, and this one just kind of was like... Like, I almost feel like that was like a transition to, like, the next song on the CD. That's what I was thinking. Or the record, sorry, because nobody listens to CDs anymore. Well, you know, maybe this song will grow on people. 
Maybe. I mean, I'm not saying it will for sure, but it <laughs> might. I mean, like, sometimes things that people do and people say what's happening yeah. actually turns out to be something that people really like. Yeah, and I mean, maybe this song will make more sense in the context of, like, whatever record this falls on. Yeah, right, yeah, definitely listening to it in context helps. Yeah, so... Who knows? Kind of a kind of a weird one, but definitely a weird one. Who knows? Um, I'm gonna keep drinking. Yeah, sounds good. I'll I'll look at the next song while you guys keep drinking. I think that sounds like a solid plan. Um, that's usually what happens on these episodes, anyway. Um, let's see. But that's fine. I'm not I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying that's what happens, my dude. Um, okay, so the next song, which is pretty different. We're going back to some Kendrick Lamar. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, not only is it Kendrick Lamar, it's Kendrick Lamar and SZA together. It's gonna... I'll try not to put my... I'll try not to put my my expectations too high, because I like both of them very much, but I'm pretty hyped. So, let's see how this goes. Okay, so my thing is, is that I was I was thinking about it a lot as like as Josh was looking at the lyrics, and I think that on an aesthetic level, <laughs> I think I liked what the song was trying to do. Like I liked how it was trying to sound kind of like pretty and glitzed out, and like I liked the concept of it. But I think that there were things ex- execution wise that weren't really done as well. I personally had a little bit of an issue with not being able to hear Kendrick's lyrics, which I feel like are so important to him as an artist, because, like, his lyrics are kind of, like, his thing. We tried to <clears throat> we tried to change the, the sound system, and it, like, kind of helped, but it was still, like, you could tell it was pretty back in the mix, which was kind of weird. It's almost like his lyrics were being, were almost being used as, like, a, an instrument as opposed to, like, actual lyrics. Yeah, I thought this is, like, very inconsistent for... Kendrick, it's like very different than what he usually does. Yeah. And the fact that I couldn't really understand what the song was about, really, like it's a, it's about a bunch of different things. Right. I felt that was very uncharacteristic for him too. Yeah. Yeah, he tends to have a pretty solid like core thing that he talks about in each of his songs. Yeah, and he also usually doesn't rap on top of like that dense stuff. That's true, actually. Like no. usually, there's only a couple instruments. There's like a lot more space because yeah. it's like constant laser blast behind <laughs> him so you can't really hear what he's saying I guess SZA was a nice um yeah like addition but like personally I'd rather just hear like loyalty featuring Rihanna or something that's just mm. me yeah I think I had very similar feelings to both of you guys I think musically I liked it um I, I really like SZA's voice I almost always like her yeah yeah um very passionate and emotive singer. I mean, I liked, I liked the feelings that I and the emotions that the music uh, sort of evoked or brought from me. Um, it was 
but I mean it's like the lyrics were so all over the place and vague and yeah very unfocused the song was literally about nothing <laughs> thank was, you for saying so that. it was about nothing and I yet. was trying really hard <laughs> I was really trying hard because I was like there's no way Kendrick would you know what I mean but the, I was just like really trying to figure out, okay, well, who is the you? What's like, is there, right. meta, is there a metaphor I'm missing going on? But I was like, there's not really. It's just the lyrics are very, the lyrics are very much the weakest part of the song in my opinion. But it's like if I just ignore the lyrics and just let the music and the way that they're delivering their their vocals like affect me, then I I really I could get into it. I feel like this song had a lot of the <clears> same <throat> problems as the last song. Yeah, like, the lyrics were, like, super vague and kind of... I mean, not, not that it's a problem, because I don't want to, like, judge it or anything, but I definitely don't think... If there is a meaning to it, I didn't get it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's... No, I don't I don't think there's something that we're missing. But, but yeah, the music... I'm trying to figure out a word. How do you guys describe... I don't know if you guys felt anything about the music. For me, it was, like... You mean, like, the non-lyric part? Yeah, like, about the emotion. There's, like, something sort of regretful or reflective, but, like, it also was, intense. It like, was weird because it felt it felt kind of, like, regretful, and yet it also had this weird, like... I feel like because I, I'm used to hearing kind of a lot of those glittery noises and more, like, hopeful songs, mm-hmm. I feel like here it was kind of weird to hear it in sort of, like, a downtrodden I like that, version. It's like It's like, say, you're on the way back from a show late at night driving home. Mm-hmm. And, like, you sort of see lights and stuff, and it's, like, there's something sort of, uh, there's something kind of magical about it, but you're in, like, a sort of downer mood at the same time. Kind of makes you feel like an insignificant speck in an (laughs) infinite universe. I I totally, you know, I had an, I don't know if I'm, if I should say this story. Say it, say it, say it. So I I had this night once I played with this guitar player called Tommy Emanuel. Okay. He's this amazing person. And I was living by myself in Hollywood at the time. I wasn't dating anybody. Mm-hmm. And I finished the show, which was like one of the best nights of my life up to that point. It's awesome. And I went home and I realized, holy fuck, I have like nobody to talk to about this. Nobody who's going to celebrate it with me. Mm-hmm. Nobody who cares that I did this. And it was mm-hmm. like, it was amazing. It was sold out. It was wonderful. But I got back and I, I parked my car in my parking lot and I was looking around and I was thinking, who the fuck is going to share this with me? Mm-hmm. And it was very depressing, so I went to In-N-Out, and I got a cheeseburger. <laughs> yes. That's, al- that's, always a, yes. that's always a good choice, dude. And I, I felt much better. But I definitely, when you said driving home from a show at night with the mm-hmm. lights thing, and I, I, I just totally thought about that. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, ego was maybe, like, a subject of the song, maybe. Like, how you deal with people who don't think you're a star, or... Right. Or some, I, don't, I don't know. I can't really figure it out. But, yeah. yeah. Well, because like, because yeah. some of it was, because some of it was Kendrick clearly talking to somebody specific about like, I don't oh, even that's like, because he was like, I don't even know you. Like, why are you trying to talk to me? Like, you're super fake. And I, it's it was interesting because like that was clearly aimed at somebody. But then the rest of it was kind of vague. So and he's saying, like, I'm a star. Why are you talking to me? It's, it's it's not. But I don't think it's that. Because it's so unclear. I was like, I was wondering if the you was not a person, but a concept, because he does that a lot. Where he'll personify, like, like what it means, like, celebrity or a star. I was like, is he talking about celebrity or being a star? Oh, I see. Okay. But then I was like, no, that doesn't even make sense when I kept reading it. And so I kind of, I came to the conclusion that the hook, the chorus, really has nothing to do with his verse at all, and it's just like, 
really poorly, poorly done, hmm. at least lyrically anyway. Well, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we don't quite get it. Yeah. So, uh, funny story, I just looked on the Wikipedia page, and it was literally, like, Kendrick Lamar plus SZA plus, like, two other dudes wrote this, uh, for the soundtrack for Black Panther, which is a movie that's coming out soon, and oh, I was, okay. uh, Kendrick is producing all the music for that movie, right? Oh, shit. Isn't he, like, the head producer on that, or the head, like music supervisor or something mm. like that. I mean, that would be super dope. I think he is, actually. I'm not sure exactly what his title is, but I, I remember somebody saying something about that. So maybe this is more a song that was made for atmosphere than it was for actual, like, lyrical content. Or maybe yeah. when you watch the movie, you get it. Exactly. Maybe, yeah, yeah, One yeah. of the two things, yeah. Yeah, so maybe yeah. that'll it'll make more okay, sense. Okay, we all have to go out and see Black Panther then. I was okay. gonna see it anyway. <laughs> so I was gonna see it anyway too. I think Nora means like together, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, can we all go together? That'd be fun. We have like and a... then get in and out after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> think That's about our perfect. place in the universe. That's right. totally perfect. Okay. You know, I I would have never thought that in and out would be like the catalyst for like deep like existential no, it thoughts. Is. That's so funny. No, it so is for me at least. That's amazing. Every hey, you really so well. your story made me really think about like. There's this phrase or idea I think about often. Yeah. Something along the lines of, um, it's something along the lines of like, what's the use or purpose or fulfillment from life if you don't have someone to share it with? I think about mm -hmm. that idea often. Yeah, me too. Because I, I sort of generally try to feel and also prefer to feel and think that you don't need to have people. Like, not that, I mean, I love people, I have friends and everything, but. You have to feel, friends? To feel, like, um, to feel like, no, it's okay if you, you know, it can be as meaningful and, and fulfilling to experience things just for yourself and, like, whatever. Well, right, but I think, like, you don't really know how, I mean, this is, doesn't really have much to do with the song, but I feel like you don't really realize how much you wish you could share something with somebody until you have something that you really would like to celebrate with somebody else, and then you feel like, like yeah. that they're not there. <clears throat> but in general, I mean, like, most of the times you go through life, like, you don't really need somebody to be there. But I do feel like every once in a while, yeah, exactly. when there's something that, yeah. you know, like, you just want to be like, I kicked total ass. Yeah. And for somebody to be like, yes, bitch, you did. Yeah. Well, because, like, it's validating. Yeah. It's validating for you to be like, I accomplished a huge goal, and, like, well, I feel proud, <clears throat> and I want to share that that well, feeling it, with somebody. Right, and it's not just, like, people saying you did a good job, but I, like, I genuinely believe, like, there are things in life that, like, are really better, like, when you share, like, you know, if you take a great hike mm -hmm. and there's, like, a view at the top and yeah. like you really or you really enjoy a good meal and you know that you could have split it with somebody else or like whatever like there really is yeah. stuff that I believe like you know two people can enjoy more than just one person alone that's just me. yeah it's like or more than two people I mean whatever yeah whatever it is. yeah you know your whole family or a whole group of friends or whatever it's sort of um even sort of just ge yeah general loneliness when you, you kind of you just long to be with people or to share experiences with people you know this is actually a really random tangent from that but I remember that there is <laughs> no, it's, sort, it's sort of related it's like kind of related but there is there is this moment when I was at this um, I was at this big like outdoor park party and there was a uh, it was there was like a huge like bouncy castle and there was like a bouncy like uh obstacle course to get through and uh this and this um 
one friend that was there had a couple kids, and the kids were in the bouncy castle, and they had these, like, big, like, superhero foam fists they could put on, they were, like, smacking each other around, and it was hilarious, and they were like, Seth, you're good with kids, get in there, and I was like, okay, and then, like, I put on, like, Captain America fist, and the kid's like, okay, we're gonna play this game, but, like, I'm the Hulk, and I always win, and I'm like, alright, and then they, like, beat me up, and it was hilarious, but, um, while I was in there, I was like, oh, this is so fun, and I'm having a great time, and I'm like, I wish that um, my girlfriend's nephews and nieces could be here to experience this, because I was like, they would really love this, because this is, like, super what they're into. Like, they're into superheroes, and they're into bouncy castles, because, like, you know, they're kids, and you kind of have to be into bouncy castles if you're a kid. It's just the rules. Um, And so I, I remember... Like, being really happy, but also feeling kind of sad, being like, I wish they were here. Like, that would have been really fun. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a positive note. Yeah. Someday there's going to be teleportation, and if you feel like you wish somebody would be with you, you just say, open sesame or something, and that person will appear next to you, and then everything will be fine. That's going to be the best day ever, dude. It's going to be so cool. Then all those superheroes with teleportation are going to be like, ah, damn it. Or you're going to be, like, (laughs) having sex at your girlfriend's house, and then your mom is going to be there and be like, Jimmy, come home! (laughs) Oh, God! Mom! The the abuse that that could have. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Dude, no, you say that, but that's totally what parents are going to do. Yeah. Like, mark my words, they're going to be like, oh, that Nora, that she had a great idea for that teleportation technology. (laughs) I used it to to sneak in on my kids having sex. I, I don't know why my mind went there, but I, I do think that hopefully it'll be only used for good and not to disrupt fun times. Have, yeah, I hope so Have too. you guys ever been, like, caught or almost caught having sex? Um, I, I haven't, amazingly. Um, I've been almost caught, but not actually caught. Uh, let me I was, review. Hold I on. was definitely almost caught masturbating, though. That's, that's the thing that happened. <laughs> like the door was unlocked or No, as in like as were. in like I heard somebody opening the door and I was like, Oh shit and so I like was able to get everything back in order. <laughs> okay. And then they came in and they're like, What's up, Seth? And I'm like, Nothing, Nothing. just looking at the computer <laughs> Please close the door <laughs> uh, Just looking at you know, you can't even figure out like how like yeah. I'm just like writing or I'm on Facebook. It's like no, I'm just looking at the computer. Oh, you know what? Actually I was yeah. walked in on one time. Really? Yeah, I was, oh. I was hooking up with this ex boyfriend of mine. It was like back in high school. Okay. But we were at his friend's house. He was, like, a wealthy friend, and he had, like, a bunch of awesome places to hook up in his house. Oh, shit. Like, he had this movie theater and, you know, what? whatever. What? a and movie theater? Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, we just went to his that's movie theater and started making it out. That's why we were hanging out at his house. Well, that's oh, not okay. why, but anyway, we were there, and, and um, yeah, we were hooking up, and then and then he walked in. But then he left. He's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. That was the only time, though. That was a long time ago. And it was dark, so, like, nothing really bad happened. Oh, okay. Well, because it was a movie theater. I mean, it has to be dark. But. Yeah. You were walked in on in a movie theater in somebody's house. Well, it's not as big as a regular theater. It only has, like, you know, 10 or something seats. Oh, it could only fit, like, more than two people in it, says Nora. (laughs) Whatever. It's a tiny movie theater in someone's house. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I think that's kind of a cool feature in in a house to have a place to hang out and, like, hook up and everything. Yeah, like and sometimes bedrooms. watch movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like bedrooms, right? right? No, but like when it's not, when it's not I, I mean, I, God, I, 
practicing all these things now because I've been drinking. But like, I think when it's not in your bedroom, there's like there's like a, a vibe of like spontaneousness that you oh, yeah. get when you're just in your bedroom. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's why. That's why like making out in like a car is cool, or like making out in like a, a park, or like a gazebo, a gazebo on the beach. Yeah. Think of the gazebo. Because it's like, it's like a place to sit, but it's also outside, and usually they're next <laughs> to a nice field or something. Okay. That's, well, clearly yeah. this Kendrick Lamar song is deeper than I thought. <laughs> no, it's usually like. Midway through, you start drinking a little. We start telling stories. So. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay, this is good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I guess. Well, <clears throat> I guess that Kendrick Lamar was song was pretty average. I'm gonna. It's okay. It's kind of weird to say that Kendrick Lamar song was average, but there you go. I think that's the consensus. Um. So next song on the list is actually by a young a young man named uh, XXX Tentacion. Who is a rapper who has lots of controversy surrounding him? Are there any goddamn songs by women? Um, that last one had SZA in it. But it's not her song, though. She's she, the best part of it, though. She also wrote. She also co-wrote it. Women are the best part of a lot of things. Doesn't mean we get enough credit. Well, that's why you're on the podcast tonight, Nora. Okay, so. thank you. Um, Sorry, keep going. I apologize. Suffice to say, oh, so it's actually a song by Kodak Black. Who is also a dude, but it's featuring XXX Tentacion. I don't, who, I don't know these people. Can you tell me about them? Uh, we haven't reviewed them yet, have we? We haven't. So okay. we will discuss them at length in the review portion. Okay. It's of, called it's called Roll in Peace. So hopefully it's about weed, hope or roll roll in peace. Is yes, it? or it's about driving monster trucks. I don't know. Guess we'll see. One way to find out. Okay, so, uh, what do we all think of that song, gang? I like it. I was down with that one. Yeah, I was yeah. pretty down with that one. I liked, I was telling Nora, um, I liked the noise happening in the background. It was a flute synth, which is now referred yeah. to, um, I was thinking as was... a flinth. Right. <laughs> That's the official technical term? I actually came up with that, so if anybody wants to know, thank you very flint. much. Copyright, Nora Germain, 2018. I wasn't sure if it was a flute or a trumpet synth, but either way. I think it was trying to be a trumpet. It or was maybe like, it was trying to be a flute, but it was definitely a synth either way. I, yeah, I liked, I liked the, I liked the beat. I liked the music. I mean, it was like, a, it was like suave and mournful <laughs> at the same time. At first, I was like, at first, I was like, ah, he sounds a little adolescent and whiny. I kind of like, like he that. Won me, yeah, it kind of won me over. Like midway through, I was just like, ah, I just started, like, yeah, I like it. I was behind him, yeah. and then like. The th- I don't know, third time maybe he was saying like how she doesn't have cheese and it just kind of maybe... And what is cheese? Cheese is money. And... Oh, okay. It actually sort of reminded me of like of like the like southern rap style like uh, like Chingy or Nelly. Like they kind of rap like like a little bit more nasal with like a little bit more like pronunciation in their vowels. 
Um, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Of course, we mm. still haven't figured out where the Jesus piece is, if it's jewelry or a gun or a pipe <laughs> or something else. But I do, I, I like this song the most of all of them. I think yeah. it's cool. I yeah, agree. Me too. Me too. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought, that, I, I thought that Jesus piece line was hilarious. Because I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be like, why are you praying to Jesus? You don't even believe in him. But it was like, why are you even praying to Jesus? You don't even have a Jesus piece. Like, I thought right. that was hilarious. Where it's like, because oh, he's... Oh, is that what he was saying? I thought he was I saying, so. why are you wearing it? if you don't believe in it but you're saying don't even don't even do it because you don't have it it's right. all it's like the opposite or Bec- both because 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 yeah. I, cool. I, I, I think we established that like rolling is referring to like going through town and we established that he likes wealth so i think it's funny that it's like why are you doing this thing if you don't have a chain or like if you don't have something like physical right. to show yeah, yeah. to like show your your faith yeah i thought i guess we thought rolling was going to be about smoking but i think it's about um just like living your life and and also just like traveling maybe or whatever yeah yeah or just like going about your day-to-day and then like people keep seeing you i thought i also thought it was funny that he referenced the the princess and the pee i thought that was hilarious because he was like i can't sleep i'm rolling on a pee that's funny i was like that's so random but so hilarious to mention that. that one um, yeah, so he's kind of making himself into kind of like a diva, kind of like you yeah, know, being very hard to please and stuff. But I mean, that's very fashionable in rap. I liked it, you know. Yeah, I thought the yeah, I thought the beat was interesting. I, I liked his flow. It definitely sounded more like uh, real song. Yeah, it sounded like Spry, and and he had a lot of he had a lot of character in his voice. Yeah. Um, now, should I talk about XXX Tentacion and the controversy behind him, or does it not really matter? I actually curious yeah. about it. Maybe you don't want to spend I a lot also, of time on it, but I would like to know. I don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but suffice to say, he was brought up in some controversy because he was he was embroiled in a very lengthy public dispute wherein one of his girlfriends came out and was like, he was super physically abusive to me. And he was like, basically his explanations for it were kind of lame. And so everyone was like, well, that's awkward. And then he like had this whole apology thing and that was kind of weird. And then he was like, I'm seeking self-help. But then he was like, self-help is for wimps. And then everyone was kind of like, what the fuck? So you're basically saying he's kind of the new Chris Brown. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, there's too many that are kind of the new Chris Brown, but... Well, was he found guilty of what he was doing? I mean, it was one of those things where, like, he... I don't... I don't think... Ooh, actually, I don't know. I don't I know what ever happened to the court case. I fucked up to have a guest on your song if you know for a fact that they've done some fucked up shit. Personally, yeah. I think... But, I mean, you know, being a woman, that's my perspective. But sure, yeah. I just think, you know, like, if I knew somebody was fucked up to women in any kind of way, like, I probably wouldn't have it on my record. I know. I thought it was kind of a ballsy thing to have him as a feature. Um, I think that his voice was very similar to Kodak Black's, and maybe that was why he wanted him in particular. Or maybe the song came out before that controversy even started because it seems like this song has risen in the ranks for yeah for the recent spot so maybe it was there before the controversy and now that the the legal things have died down maybe it's coming back yeah um but uh the other thing too is that is that xxx was actually one of uh (laughs) so many x's double xl uh, he was one of their, like, freshman class, which means that he was one of the top ten, like, most promising up-and-coming rappers of What's last XXL? year. Double XL? is, like, a hip-hop magazine, basically. It's, like, the oh. hip-hop magazine. I, when you said that, I thought of XL, which is the label. The label XL. Oh. <clears throat> sorry. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking about XL 
spreadsheet, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're all on different wavelengths. Okay, though, right. Um, anyway, yeah, Double XL, every year they come out with, like, a freshman class, quote-unquote, which is, like, their top ten most, like, promising rappers. Yeah. And, uh, XXX was one of several who was on that list. Um, he kind of was going for sort of, like, the, the sad boy, like, I do weird shit vibe, so he was always kind of going dark with his things, and then people found out about his life, and then it got kind of weird, so that's kind of what he's, what his deal is. Well, I like his song. Yeah, I mean, well, he's just a feature, though. It's Kodak Black's song, so we can say that... Well, yeah, Kodak yeah. Black had a good song. The I feature like was, the song. Yes. I think it's cool. There you go. Cool. Um, Let's, we have one more, right? Yeah, we have one more. Cool. Let's Woo! do it. Oh, my God. I feel like this episode's <clears throat> flying right by. Um, I guess we had a story. I feel like we usually have more, like, tangents and shit, but we're pretty on track tonight. Yeah, we might have one later. Maybe so maybe the ice is really just, just focusing our attention. Cool. So, the last song of the night. Let's see what it is. Ooh, it looks like it is a song called Lights Down Low by some dude named Max. Like, <laughs> just M-A-X. All caps. F- featuring Nash? G-N-A-S-H All lowercase All lowercase Which makes me feel like eating Like Nash Is kind of like Nosh Yeah it's kind of like Nosh Kind of makes me feel like eating something I just have to say I don't feel there are enough women represented in this whole thing There's not very many And that could also be because we're down the billboard list a little And all the women are at the top Yeah Ah! Which actually is the case But um you know, there was a big thing. Halsey tweeted this thing this week about one of the festivals that she's played at about how there are not enough female frontliners, headliners. Right. And at Coachella, there are not enough female headliners. And so, anyway, um, I just want to say that we need some more of those people. Totally agreed with you. So, uh, that would be great. But for now, it's okay because, you know, we got it. You know, says that it was featured, so I guess she's kind of upholding a thing, which is fine. Yeah, she's kind of like she's kind of holding it down. Plus, she's like clearly the one of the best new artists for sure, by far. Yeah, yeah she's super cool. We, me and Josh. So I don't know if I told you this, Nora, but we're gonna be live tweeting during the Grammys. Oh, as cool. 40s on 40s, which is going to be just great. Hilarious. And it's going to be super hilarious. And we're, we're going to be watching, and SZA is up for Best New Artist. Oh, okay. And if she doesn't win, yeah, we're we going to be... Yeah, we made a vow to never watch the Grammys again. <laughs> we're yeah. going to be really upset. Who, yeah. who else is up for it? Do you know? That's a great question. Um, I could look it up. Not important. It's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> irrelevant. Because there are a lot of amazing people this year. Yeah, let's see. I mean, every year brings new talent out, obviously. I mean, people are getting... A lot more, I think, aggressive and, um, I mean, in a good way. I mean, people, I think, are really reaching for it now in a way that they didn't reach for it before. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, let's see. Nominees, album, song, vocal, best new artist. So we have uh, Alessa Clara, Alessia Clara, why do I think it's Clara? Alessia Cara, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels, Khalid. It's a. Um, Khalid is kind of cool. Khalid, we yeah, Khalid's yeah. cool. We've done him on the podcast a couple times. Lil Uzi Vert, we've done a couple times on the podcast, and he's super average. Um, Julia Michaels. So you actually have three women and two men, which is pretty awesome. Great. 
There you go. <laughs> um, and out of all those, I think Scissors. Yeah, me too. Pretty much. I would definitely agree with that. But if I had to predict who, who I think will win, I think it'll be Lil Uzi Vert because he's. What? Oh, no way. I would. I, I hope, would be I really not, sad yeah. if he won. I mean, I don't. I'm. I'm just saying. I think Scissors should win, but I think he will win. So we'll see what happens. I think it's actually going to be closer to Khalid and SZA because Khalid had Young Dumb and Broke. Although you're right, though. I mean, Lil Uzi Vert had a ton of hits this year. Yeah, like he's had like so much press. He's been trending like over and over. Again. Yeah, but I feel like his most recent music has kind of not been received as well. So yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Yep. I don't know. It'll be really interesting. Okay. Um, so what is the next? The last song. So the last song on the list. This is sad. I'm having so much fun. No. This is a this is a fun time. It's a uh, lights down low. Max featuring Nash. Let's, oh, that whole right. thing. Yeah, let's. Who knows what this is gonna sound like? So it's, let's, gonna, go. be, it's gonna be about uh, being caught having sex. <laughs> Is that dark, it's gonna be? Theater. It's gonna be being caught having sex. It's gonna be like a like a ten second clip, and then the song's yeah. gonna be done. Yeah, I hope so. Let's find out. So, before we say anything else about this song, I just gotta open this by saying the award to, uh, the award to snaps that sound the most like breaking a bunch of pieces of raw spaghetti goes to this song. <laughs> can I stop the flow of time? Or can I swim in your divide? Cause I don't think I'd ever leave this place. Congratulations! Except you were killing me with that joke. <laughs> pick I really wish pick the up snaps your ro- pick up together. pick like, up your raw spaghetti at I the really door, please. I really think the fact that snaps were not together is really not. I don't know why I'm trying to make it sound more campfirey with the organ and the acoustic guitar Dude. and all the humming. And <laughs> not only was it not together, yeah. but it was also like it was like all of the reverb was on it, so like it just fucking echoed into like infinity. There is yeah. another great joke that was uh, said during the listening was. Nora was like, this is the most cliche thing I've ever heard. And then Seth goes, would you say it's Max cliche? <laughs> <laughs> but I actually really like the song because I'm like a big fan of like One Direction and Spice Girls and like you know, oh, okay. all those like, you know. Spice Girls, yes, I'm down with All that, that like feel yeah. good shit. So yeah. like, I actually like this song, but I do feel it's extremely cliche, but I, but I did like it. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think out of all of them, this was definitely the most like... Aw, it's a song. Like that kind well, of a there's song. There's a real instrument on this. There's several real instruments. There's like a, you know, a, true. A, an identifiable melody, which I appreciate. It's true. Right. And I will say, you know, like. The bar's real low these days. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and the fact that, like, you know, he he was getting some crazy range out of those, out of those last couple harmonies. Like, he was going into, like, stratosphere levels on his vocals, which I was impressed by. I'm yeah, but that's also extremely cliche. It's cli- it's cliche in, in in composition, but in ability, I think it's pretty cool. So like every like young like guy who's doing a pop song these days is doing the falsetto thing. Though. That's true. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead, John. No, it's fine. It's not... I it was like supposed to be very sweet and tender in a certain way, but the whole thing was kind of. Uh, Thrown off kilter 
for me because the very one of the first lines he says is I don't know where you you've been coming and going and oh. it's seeming to imply like I don't know if you're seeing other people or what's going on but and then he goes on about like you're with me and you're so beautiful and you're an angel turn the lights down now so he's so. like I don't care what you've been up to let's just get yeah. in that get in that movie theater but again I feel like it's a little <laughs> <laughs> But again, I feel like it's a little bit misogynist because it's like saying you've been hanging out with other people, but I know that you're meant for me. But like, where's her opinion in all this? Mm. You know, like I've just kind of like not to be a Debbie Downer on this whole thing. You know, a negative Nora, as they say. <laughs> but I, but I. Um, Aww. Well, I have a way of like bringing sort of the realism into things, and sometimes people kind of hate that about me. Nah, dude, that's why. That's why it's cool that you're on the podcast. Thank you, but yeah. I, but I do feel like. You know, just because she's been with other people doesn't mean that she's going to want to just be with him, you know? Right. Like, you know, when you hear, like, songs about people hooking up with other people and it's, like, female-led, you know, like Taylor Swift's song, Mm -hmm. Style, which is like, oh, I've heard that you've been around with some other girl or whatever. It's kind of like she's kind of accepting him even though he's been running around. And this is kind of like, I own you no matter what you've been doing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a different vibe to me. Um, I see. You know, I mean, like, I don't... Like, it's like because I want you, like I'm entitled to you, which is kind of like to me is like a little bit fucked up. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I definitely don't think. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not down with uh, people being possessive or uh, controlling things like that. But it seemed like the amount of tenderness and like intimacy that he was talking about it seemed like they were in some sort of relationship already. Yeah. Which is why I was like, wait, is he, like, questioning, like... And why is she running around, then, if they're in that's, such a happy I don't relationship know. and yeah. he thinks she's so beautiful? But maybe you're right. Like, it's not explicit. Maybe maybe they are just, like, barely dating, or I don't know, or you, I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, but, who knows? But I, I definitely... It's not the first time that I've heard songs and people in real life, you know, be very affectionate towards women and say, you know, you're so pretty and you're so amazing and I want you so much, so therefore you should just be with me, right? Because I want you. And it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like just because a man wants you doesn't mean that, you know, you're owned by him. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I th- I just that think would suck, yeah. I just think like, this song would be, like, a lot sexier if he, even if it's just a made-up story, if he included some of what she wanted from him. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, not just all about, I want you, but if she said, if she said, turn the lights down low, yeah. if she said, I want to be with you. Yeah, her. like, we have no idea how she feels about this whole thing yeah. at all. Yeah. Because also, like, in in a later part of the song, he's talking about, like, it's like we're in a movie, and, like, I'm on the train, and I'm looking back, and you're there, standing there, <laughs> waving, and it's like, this kind of seems like a fantasy, honestly. Like Hogwarts. It doesn't really, Yeah. It like it doesn't even really seem like real life. So like, it's just a, maybe it's this a is just all in his head. Harry maybe. Potter nerd that is obsessed with <laughs> this girl. Which is fine though, because that, I mean, obsessed th- with the girl. You know, listen, <laughs> Harry Potter nerds need love too. Okay. That's true. We Josh, do. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you know, when I was nothing wrong with Harry Potter. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to say I did a show once. We were playing for um, Ralph Fiend, who was in the audience, mm. and he actually did a speech, and it was amazing. And I heard him, and I immediately oh my God. felt terrified of the scary voice of Voldemort but um, <laughs> that's amazing uh, what were we talking about before we said the Harry Potter fans need love 
Uh, we, well, oh, and I was like, it's like he's living in a fantasy because he's like, right. it's well, like he's in a movie. Yeah, on my way over here, I was listening to non-top 40s music. <laughs> okay. I was listening to Ziggy Stardust. Nice. And all that <laughs> Good stuff. Call, ha- all that stuff happened in David Bowie's head, too. And that's not right. to say that it, it just because you imagine it, it can't be like profound and real and beautiful and affecting. And right. Stuff. That's true. You know, but these days, oh, you know, yeah, definitely. young kids, like, yeah. you know, don't really imagine, like, you know, ground control the major tom stuff. Right. Like kind of thinking on. Actually, I don't even know if that's the same album. Is that the same? Is it is. I think space. Al- I think space oddity is on that album. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, nowadays it's kind of just like fantasies about romance rather than fantasies about like the world or you know going to a new place or a new time yeah. or whatever. That's I mean, what was cool about Ziggy Stardust too is like that was David Bowie like making a making a character for himself. So yeah. and he and he was like, this is how other people feel about him. This is how he affects other people. So like that was like a, that was like a fantasy of like him playing a character. Yeah. Whereas this is more like a fantasy about like, I bet this is how this girl feels, and I bet this is what could happen if we are together, and I bet this is how <clears throat> our past has been because yeah. I'm seeing it in this way. So he's just, he's just crushing really hard. He's crushing real hard. Yeah. Well, I did like that there was an organ, which sounded actually real. Yeah. It fooled me. And, and the acoustic guitar, I did like that. For yeah. change on the, t- on the top 40. But again, more women, please. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, now we come to the part in the show, it's always the hard part in the show, where we rank all four of the songs we heard from first to fourth. Yeah. Favorite, in our favorite opinions. Favorite to least favorite. Okay, so we're, we're going to say that, that Justin Timberlake was the worst, right? Uh, think well. Well, we we don't have to agree. We don't have to agree necessarily. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We can I'm all sorry. we all formulate our own, and then we kind of compare. Um, Josh, do you feel uh, an, an, do you feel a strong inkling to go first? You're not ready. No, okay. I have to think about it. Normally, I go first because I'm very impulsive, and I tend to just kind of <laughs> say "fuck it" and go for it. I feel ready. You feel ready? Yeah. Okay. This is like when you're ordering and you're not ready, and then you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give us your order, Nora. What's your What's your ranking? All right. Um, so I'm going to say one is the best, right? Four. Yeah, four. one is the best, four is the worst. Okay, so number four is Justin Timberlake for me. Okay. Number three is Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Number two is the Max song, and number one is the Jesus Peace song. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't quite remember everything. Uh, roll, uh, roll in Peace. Roll in yeah. Peace, yeah. Right. Yeah, for me, that's what it was. <coughs> hmm, Okay. Um, you know, well, let me say mine. I think I'm actually pretty, pretty similar to you. I, I, yeah. Woo! It's cause, uh, it's cause we both play violin and that's therefore. That's true. We do both play violin. We, we have that violin connection. Um, number four is definitely Justin Timberlake. I mean, good Lord. I don't know. I don't even, I don't even, was that a song or was it just a series of wubs? Really, who can say? It didn't really seem like a song, that's true. <laughs> it was kind of just a sample of whoops. Um, number three, I think, was... <laughs> Are you laughing about how he said number three? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make it cool for you, Josh. Um, I think the number three was... Oh, I didn't even do that well oh, that time. Shit. I'm just going to put that back in post and then repeat that sample. And <laughs> okay. I'm just going to play it there. Number three... Number three... Um, yeah, I mean, I think that number three was probably the Kendrick Lamar song for me. Because, yeah, like, I don't know. 
I love SZA and I love Kendrick, and it just didn't really have an impact on okay, me. Okay, so far we're the same. Yeah, um, and then yeah, I mean, I think, uh, but I'm, I'm so torn because this song, although it was fine, I just it really didn't really give me much of a much of a rise. But I do think that the vocal samplings were. Are you are you laughing at me, Josh? <laughs> yeah, oh we're man, we're both laughing at you. Oh man, the song. Uh, it's because I'm trying to be articulate, but I sound like a no, drunk it, asshole. No, you sound great. We're we're, we're laughing about sex things. What? Sexy thing. Well, he's oh. laughing about sexy things. I'm laughing at you. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, just Seth. <laughs> Seth turns me on so much. Are you saying that I'm a sexy thing, gonna, Josh? No, when you uh, said it didn't give me a rise, I was like, That was funny. But that's true. It also did not give me an erection, so therefore it is number two. Speak for yourself. <laughs> It gave me an erection. Oh, snap. Well, there you go. Um, it's still going. <laughs> good thing I'm sitting down, says Nora. Um, <laughs> I want you to know, my dear, that even though we're sitting down, we're giving you a standing ovation. Um, okay, a, so your number one. So the number one is Israel in Peace. Okay, I think. we're the same. Hey, high, high five. five. Woo! Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it's funny because I think any other night this would pro- uh, that Roll in Peace would probably be like a meh song to me. Mm. But I think tonight, I don't know, Kodak Other Black. Songs were not that good. Yeah. And, and Kodak Black not really kind of charmed me with his delivery. It's it's. Yeah. I think that because we've listened to so many pop songs on this podcast, I think that hearing any kind of delivery that's any kind of different sounding is great. And Kodak Black definitely has a distinctive voice. The beat was really cool. I actually really liked whatever that fucking instrument was. The the right. the flinth, we're calling it. Flinth. Um, I really enjoyed that a lot too. So yeah, I think that's my number one pick. So what do you think? What what about you, Josh? What's your what's your rankings? Let's go. <clears throat> Let's go time. Okay, so I think lyrically, none of the songs were good to me. Y'all, like, y'all suck, Sogs. I was not into any of the lyrics or the stories or ideas, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a weird episode because of that. So, I'm just totally discarding that, and I'm just, <laughs> like, going by how I felt about the music. Okay. Um, last is Justin's song. Yep. Uh, three for three. Three for three. <laughs> that's fair. Um, okay, so this is where we part ways. Three was the Max song. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was like, this whatever. I was close Sangry. to putting it in my third. It was okay. And then two would be... Fuck, what was that song called? The, the one you guys put number one. Roll in Peace? Roll in Peace. Would that be number two? Okay. Because it, wow. it, it won me over, but it was like kind of repetitive, and okay. I wasn't... I didn't really feel strongly about the music. Okay. I mean, it was, like, kind of all right. Yeah, that's and fair. Suave and mournful, as I said earlier. Suave but, and uh, mournful. I would give, I would give number him. one. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, snap. I would give number one to All the Stars because if I totally disregard the lyrics, musically it affected me the most, and I love SZA's voice so much, like, I will mm. listen to that song again. Okay. Um, now here's the real question, Josh. I say as me and Nora both look at you with intent, meaningful eyes. What'd you think about those strings in the bridge? Do you remember the strings um, in the bridge? See, I actually I liked the the melody line. Okay. And I liked it, but I do agree. I think Nora didn't like it because it sounded artificial. Yeah. Which 
I mean, yeah, sort of did. I don't know if they were or if they, if it but was. That's like the but, problem is if you can't yeah. tell, then what the hell are they doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if it's real strings, you should know, and if they're not, you should know. You know. That's true. And if they and and why wouldn't they be real strings? It's not like they can't afford it. Right. I think that if I had a bet, I, I think they were real. I think they were real, but they I just don't had. I think they were real. I think yeah. they just had a ton of compression on them. I don't think they were real at all. You don't think so? Um, they. I just didn't hear anything that was humanoid in the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zero humans in this song. Which is like not the biggest deal or anything. I'm like, you know, why do I care? It doesn't matter. Zero percent humanoid. Because <laughs> Kendrick and Scissor are not humans, they are aliens from outer space. But like, if it were me, I would like if I had produced that song, which you know, obviously I didn't. But like, I would have gotten some more natural strings on that. That's what I would have done. Or I would have totally abandoned the string thing and just used synth or something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do like some cool organ or something there instead, right? Anything, yeah. Even fun. But you know, obviously Seth and me being violin players, we're gonna think about that shit. Yeah. Because we're sensitive. We are sensitive. <laughs> Mama. I'm a fucking brute. Don't even... Oh, uh, shit. Just smashing. Smash yeah. and grab. Uh, well, there you have it, folks. That's the rankings. This has been episode 19 of 40s and 40s. Good Lord. Um, thank you so much for listening, as always. Um, thank you, Nora, so much for being on this podcast. Oh, I'm having so much yes. fun. This, oh, this, it's really been a treat. A- Nora has been... Such an incredible guest. Aww. It will never be topped. Thank you. Until possibly next week. No. But we'll see. No. Um, it's a it's a it's a steep curve to live up to. So oh, thanks oh, yeah. guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Now Nora, uh, we will give you some time here. Please, if you have any plugs, please <laughs> go ahead and make them. This is your time to plug. Okay. Well, you know, um, if anybody needs any help with their creative stuff, I'm always around. You know, I have a book out, which is called Go For It, which has been inspiring to some people. Um, And, you know, just uh, contact me, say hello, and, you know, I'm around. You have a CD out, too. Right, my new CD, yeah, that's out, too. Um, It's it's called Nora, so check that out if you want. It's really uh, good. Anyway, I'm too uh, tipsy to do this, but... um, (laughs) It's all good. But, you know, I'm around, so that's it. Click on the link. There will be a link in the text for these uh, posts. Yeah. Click on on the link to our website. Yeah. Thank you both for having me. I'm thrilled. Of course. It's an honor of a lifetime. Oh, man. Well, it's been our pleasure. (laughs) Um, It's really... (laughs) I'm really, I'm really quite tickled at how, at how happy you are to be on the podcast. So thank I've never you, done anything like this. And oh man! I gotta say, it's been a lot of fun. I'm glad. Cool. Um, let's go hit the bars. Fucking a. Um, anyway, I've been Seth. I've been Josh. And you've been awesome. Thank you for listening again. As always, you're the best. Tune in next week for more exciting Billboard Hot 100 coverage. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.